You know what I've come to realize, Chris? Mm. I've come to realize that I love any villain dressed in purple and green. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking two movies. One movie I'm so super excited movie to talk about. That's right. Brought to you by Apple TV. <laughs> Came out February 17th, featuring the one and only Sebastian Stan. Hey, how are you? Still angry. At least try the cake. I need a shower. Alone? <laughs> it's a joke. It's a, it was a stupid joke. I'm just, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, trying to make you laugh and it's not working. Can't you just give me one smile, please? Just one. It's from Fresh. But that's not what we were talking about. I know. About. That's why I grabbed it. I grabbed it for you. I could have <laughs> grabbed fresh. any Winter Soldier <laughs> thing. I could have grabbed anything. But I know Fresh is one of your favorite movies of all time. So, yes, I grabbed Last that year, clip. Last year, of all time. Me top 50. Me top Specifically 100. for you. Okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> you need to talk in your mic louder, bro. <clears throat> okay. You are oh, so quiet. There we go. There I, we go. I got is that better? Than I normally is that better? Go. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, dude. Learn how to talk in your microphone, you son of a bitch. Anyway. No, I just turned the um, oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I, I josh him all the time like this. Also in this movie, the wonderful Justin Smith. What's going on with our friendly next-door neighbors? <laughs> really? This is going to be a thing? Look, they're just like us. <laughs> they're nothing like us. They're way cooler. Yeah. Hey, stop being so obvious. Oh, okay. Secret Ooh. time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How do we become their friends? You want to become BFFs with the neighbors we now seem to be stalking. Yeah, why not? But that sake he's drinking is top shelf. He could pour me some, and I could pretend to know the difference. And then she could show you all the cute boutiques to shop at in the neighborhood. Yeah, because all girls do is shop. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll learn about the boutiques and shit. <laughs> So Justice Smith, he has a voice where he sounds like he's trying to go lower, but that's just the way his register is. That's just the way he talks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Also in the movie Sharper, um, one of the main roles, uh, Julianne Moore. I got, I got lost while I was running on campus a while ago, and I can't, I can't remember appointments, words. Honey, we all have memory. Lapses, that's a sign of getting older. The other day, I couldn't remember the word, um, <sighs> glucose. It's not like that. It's like something just drop, drops out under me. But there is no diagnosis yet. No. Okay. Well, then I think that this is, uh, uh, ridiculous. It's complete bullshit. You don't have Alzheimer's. Damn it! Why won't you take me seriously? 
No, I know what I'm feeling. I know what it's feeling, and, and it feels like my brain is fucking dying. And everything I've worked for in my entire life is going. It's all, all, all going. So that's from Still Alice, a very tough movie to watch, but very good. Very tough movie to watch, but that is the one that got her the Oscar. Yeah, so, it's amazing. It's she's amazing in it. It's an amazing movie. So yeah. that's the one I had to pull just uh you know. But you didn't want to, you didn't want to do the book dance one where she tells uh, Dirk Diggler to dump it in her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just go ahead and come in me. You sure I'm fixed. <laughs> yeah. I'm fixed. It's okay. No, I did not I did not want to do that. Okay. And I did not want to do Carrie, okay. the remake. Uh you. if you remember that. Yeah. We don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then also in Sharper, one of my favorite actors, one of my favorite actors with the first name John, probably in the top five actors with the name John. <laughs> probably. Right? Yeah. What are the top one? five? Because John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. John Cusack. John Mil- Malkovich, right? John Malkovich. Yeah. John Belushi. John Lithgow. Well, I guess, Mr. Chairman, that first I'd pay a visit to your house. To thank me, I suppose. No. To fuck your wife. And your daughter. Hell, maybe even your dog. (laughs) I don't think that's funny. Then you'll probably hate this. time I held a gun in this hand, a young man took off all his clothes for me. This time it's your turn, right? Come on! Yeah, John Luke on Ricochet. <laughs> ricochet, dude. Like, literally, it is, like, I have seen... There's so many John Lithgow movies and shows out there in the world. And, I mean, usually he's doing comedy. He does a lot of, you know, like he did Third Rock and stuff Dramatic like that. acting, too, but, like, like, like Shakespeare type shit. Yeah, yeah, and also uh, he's famous for being the father in Footloose. But, I mean, Dexter. his scary shit yeah. that he did, like when he's the Trinity Killer oh, and man. Dexter, when, and Raising Kane, um, Ricochet there with Denzel Washington from the late 80s, early 90s. 90, like, those, it was a 1990? Yeah. Yeah, like literally those movies when John Lithgow is out there being crazy. It is the ones that go. So the first movie we're going to review tonight is Sharper, uh, which is available on the Apple Plus uh, TV oh, in, now. In some theaters. In some theaters. And in some theaters, too, yeah. as of February 10th. The second movie, of course, we're going to review because I am the biggest comic book nerd. If you don't know about this about me, um, and you're watching, like, there's several viewers now, this whole filing cabinet and these shelves are only part of my comic book collection. Like, I am a comic book fanatic, so I cannot wait to talk about one of my favorite villains in the history of man, Kang, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium, featuring a guy who grew up literally within three miles of your house, (laughs) Paul Rudd. Do not listen to me. Listen to me. You are tripping your balls off. I can fly. I believe I can fly, George. Metaphorically, I believe you can fly. Literally, you can't fly. I believe I can fly. You know what? If you're going to get literal with an R. Kelly song, let the dude trapped in the closet. You can't break your neck if you're trapped in the closet. You 
just watch me. No, 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 watch no. Watch me, George. No, 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 no. I believe I can. No, fly! no, stop. <laughs> That's from Wanderlust, right? Or is that mm. Wanderlust? Okay, yes, okay. of course. Because yeah. I figured, you know what? Everybody knows him from Anchor Man. Everybody knows I love you, man. Everybody knows Role Model. Everybody knows uh, Clueless. Let's let's put some light on some of his work that nobody has really watched. Yeah, Wanderlust is a yeah. It's a, it's a little understated movie. You know, it's yeah. It is. I I, I was a fan of yeah, it when yeah. it came out. Um, also in this movie, uh, the wonderful oh, whose names did I pick on this? Uh, one? Catherine did I pick? Cat, yeah, Catherine Newton playing Casey Lang. Can I borrow the car? No. Bitch! I will give you the money for a taxi. If you ask me nicely, don't call me a bitch. Why'd you make me ask you to borrow it if he was never going to let me borrow it? Because it was funny. Because you've been smoking pot all day. You are such a hypocrite. Hypocrite? Yeah. How? You drove drunk with us in the car when we were kids. What are you talking about? Daddy told me. When'd you see him? Don't change the subject. Did you or did you not drive drunk with us in the car when we were kids? Once, maybe. Okay, once? When he was in the middle uh -huh. of beating the shit out of me. Which we've only got your word about, right? Angela, for Christ's sakes. Why are you never on my side, Robbie? I'm always on your side when you're not being a cunt. Hey! There will be no more cunts in this house. You got that, mister? What, are you moving out? Ooh, burn! Ooh, burn! From three billboards uh. outside <laughs> Edmond, Missouri, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was also in so many other good movies. She was in the first movie we ever reviewed, Lady Bird. Yeah. She was also in uh, Blockers or Cock Blockers, whatever. Uh, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, uh, Society, the TV series. But not in any uh, other case. I mean, and not in any other anime, though. The Scott Lang. No, is no, no. That That's because they they knew they're going to make the young. I'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tell you the deets on okay. that later on when we get to the spoiler part of mm -hmm. the, the show. Yeah. Uh, who's the other one I picked for this? Michelle Pfeiffer, didn't I? Did I grab a Michelle Pfeiffer you, you, you for this did, one? You did. Yes, Michelle Pfeiffer. Learning. Yeah. Knowing how to read something and understand it is the prize. Okay? Knowing how to think is the prize. I know how to think right now. Okay. Well, yeah, well, you know how to run, too, but not the way you could run if you train. You know, the mind is like a muscle. Okay, and if you want it to be really powerful, you gotta work it out. Okay? Each new fact gives you another choice. Each new idea builds another muscle, okay? And it's those muscles that are gonna make you really strong. Those are your weapons. And in this unsafe world, I wanna arm you. From Dangerous Minds, a uh, movie came out and made Coolio pretty famous for Gangster's Paradise. But oh, dude, the whole movie was awesome. I read the book, and right. the book was—I uh, can't remember the name of the book now. But yeah, I read the but book. It's, 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 it's a little—it's a little white saviorish, though. It's a little white, white saviorish. <laughs> That's the problem. She wasn't white. She was Latino. But but in the movie, she was white. See, they got Michelle Pfeiffer, where she was. Why like, the hey, fuck look, did they do that? <laughs> I have no idea. Because it's Michelle Pfeiffer, and she's <laughs> cool. And last but not least, the guy playing the main guy. In this movie, it should have been called King's Movie featuring Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. The one, the only, Jonathan Major. Eons ago, before the TVA, a variant of myself lived on Earth in the 31st century. He was a scientist, and he discovered that there were universes stacked on top of his own. At the same time, 
other versions of us were learning the same thing. Naturally, they made contact, and for a while, there was peace. Narcissistic, self-congratulatory peace. I love your shoes, I love your hair. Oh man, nice nose, thanks man, etc. They, they shared technology and knowledge, using the best of their universes to improve the others. However, not every version of me was so, so pure of heart. Some of us, New worlds meant only one thing, new lands to be conquered. From King from Loki, right? Actually, he wasn't King. Mm-hmm. He wasn't King. He was he who remains. But, but, that, oh. That's way for the spoilers okay. part. So, uh, we'll talk, just real, real we'll quick. We'll talk all about King because believe me, guys, I one of my first toys in 1984 was a King action figure. And I didn't know who the hell he was. I just saw this guy with a a purple, like, I'll show you exactly the toy. Like, literally, it was a toy that, like, it it literally, that's what it looked like. And I had no idea what that was, you know, as being a four-year-old or being a five, you know, you know, five-year-old, four-year-old, whatever age I was playing it at. But I didn't know what that was. I saw he had a gun and he had kind of a robot face. So I was kind of like, cool. But I had no idea what that was. I so, want to buy that apple that he who remains took a bite of. It's like, that looks pretty good, man. It's like golden apple. It's like, yeah, I want to try it out. I like golden apples. But anyway, that is the big movie we're going to talk about. And by any means, at the end, we are going to do a spoiler part where we're going to give you time to get off of the podcast, get off of the vlog, whatever. Just jump out because I am gonna, I'm going to tell you all the info. Because literally, besides the Joker, this is literally one of my favorite villains in the history of comic books. In fact, I am now thinking about getting a King the Conqueror tattoo. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I am. And Jonathan Majors does a great job. So I am I, I am very happy about talking about this in a little bit. Okay. Uh, so you Chris. Us, oh, yeah. You can find us online. Moves. Chris. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll cut that out. Where, where can they find us? <laughs> you can find us online at moviesonsuck.net. We're on W2Mnet.com. Uh, search our podcast there, and you'll be able to find uh, us and a bunch of other cool podcasts. Uh, our friend Mark Radovich on there does like six of them. Um, also, you can find us at uh, on Instagram at at NTSPod. Uh, we're also on Twitter at NTSPod. Uh, we're on uh, Bonfire, search so on suck and the Sunday you'll do. You'll find shirts with our our uh, logo on it and some stuff Neil has made. Uh, you guys want to show us some shekels? Can you go to Patreon.com slash Or if you look at in the top left-hand corner of the screen there, there's a QR code and just human money, you know, because <laughs> we do this for free. For no reason at all. I mean, and, just uh, want to donate human money to us. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't subscribe. Watch us on Facebook, like that page. Uh, if you're if you're listening to us on Spotify, subscribe. That would be pretty helpful. Or Apple. And uh, everywhere you find podcasts, you'll find movies that don't suck and some that do. Neil. Who are we talking about today? Today we're going to do it. We love promoting local businesses, local restaurants, local shops, local whatever. If you know somebody that has a local shop, send us the info. We want to advertise them on our podcast. So today what we're going to talk about, Chris, I'm not lying to you and me, and uh, we have found the best restaurant 
in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is a hidden gem called Margaret's German Restaurant. Ooh, they got schnitzel there, huh? Dude, the inside of this place, old school. They got old school Bavarian cream, like food and stuff like that. All these recipes are handed down through generations. This is the cabbage roll that I had that was Mm -hmm. ridiculous to eat. There's your schnitzel right there with your homemade potatoes. I mean, look at that. Oh, look at this huge beer. See that? See that huge beer? It makes this beer that I'm holding right here, that makes this look tiny. I couldn't even pick that up with one hand. Just a stein, a giant stein. (laughs) The giant stein. Now, um, there are fresh German food uh, bursting with authentic flavors. This is what Margaret's German restaurant has to offer, serving Tulsa, Oklahoma, and surrounding areas since 1989. They provide great-tasting food that's prepared daily with the highest quality of ingredients. Uh, Come out and treat yourself today with a satisfying homemade meal from their delicious menu of authentic German dishes. And MGR, you are sure to... Enjoy great food, casual atmosphere, friendly service, and affordable prices. Take your taste buds on an unforgettable culinary journey at Margaret's German Restaurant, where Oktoberfest lasts all year long. Dude, we had this wonderful waitress, right? Yeah. She was so super nice. Uh, She was helping us with the menu and everything. Come to find out, she's the owner. Oh, nice. (laughs) Our waitress was the owner. She just bought, she just bought it. It just got passed down to her. It's hidden. Yeah. Like this restaurant's hidden. You have to go look for it. Yeah. You you will not you will not drive down the road and like, oh, there's Margaret's German restaurant. Yeah. No, you have to go and find it like in a it's in a shopping center area. Yeah. That you have to kind of go drive and go behind like yeah. the building to find it. And we were just like looking for something to eat and we were just driving past and I saw German restaurant. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. And uh, I'm telling you, me and my wife have not been stopped talking about it since the beginning of of eating there. So uh, Margaret's uh, German restaurant, if you don't have time to go down to their restaurant itself, uh, I think uh, I am hooking them up with the Oktoberfest people. So if you're here in Tulsa during the weekend before Halloween for Oktoberfest, um, I believe they might be out there. If you see it, if you see the name, if you have a chance, seriously, I am not kidding. Some of the best homemade food I have had in a restaurant ever. Good. I'm I mean, excited. I'll put it in my top 10. I'd put it in my top 10 Jeez, of dude. homemade restaurants You have ever. to go there when we come there next time. Dude, yeah, you, you, you're going to have gas for the next few days because it's cabbage. And yeah, sure. Sauce. <laughs> All about it. <laughs> we'll open a lot of windows. Open a lot of windows. But are you ready for this? Because let's talk about Sharper. Sharper, directed. Well, yeah, Sharper is uh, directed by by Benjamin Karen. I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Uh, Benjamin Karen directed Sharper, and he did uh, three episodes of Andor, which is probably one of the best movie shows on uh, on on Marvel or Disney Plus, right? Andor. Yeah. Uh, also, he directed one episode of Sherlock, eleven episodes of the. Of uh, the Crown, and this is his. It was like this being his first feature film. Uh, this stars Justice Smith as Tom. What's going on with our friendly next door neighbors? <laughs> uh, Brian Milton as Sandra. I know it was hard to find a clip for her, so sorry, Brianna. Um, Sebastian Stan as Max. Hey, how are you? 
Also, uh, we got uh, Julianne Moore as Madeline. I got, I got lost while I was running on campus a while ago, and I can't, I can't remember appointments. Also, John Lithgow as Richard Hobbs. Well, I guess, Mr. Chairman, that first I'd pay a visit to your house. Also, this stars uh, Hannah, Hannah Dune as Brenda, Julian Yo Giello as Jack, Philip Johnson Richardson as Tipsy, and uh, uh, Carrie Flanagan as LaRusso, and uh, Samara Joy is in this. There's the Grammy Award winner, Samara Joy, is in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you read the storyline for this one? Oh, sure. We'd be more than happy to. Motivations are suspect and expectations are turned chaos as a con artist takes on Manhattan billionaires. That is a poor description for this movie. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But you know what? We'll go with it. Okay. All right. So do you want to jump into this one or do you want me to go first? You start first. Okay. Yeah, because you're going to go first on the other one and then I'm going to take it over for like an hour. Uh, uh, Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Um, this movie is a con artist who's done it. Yeah, it's a caper. It's a caper for sure. Yeah, it's a caper movie. And um, it's now one, um, it is what is called neo-noir yeah. now if you don't know what a neo-noir film is here it is I, g- I gave you a good explanation for it it means indicating sinister stories often presented in a shadowy cinematography style which is based after 1940s and 1960s where it originally came up now this movie has that feel to it has a dark tone to mm-hmm. it you feel like something's going to happen the entire time you're you're watching this movie and their storyline about following this and going along with what it is is the way you do it is you're following a single character. They put it in chapters. Yeah, and that's my favorite part about how and, this was made too. Too like like, like yeah, uh, like they could have told the story straight up and it would kind of suck. But the way they did it with chapters, like it really mm-hmm. it really puts it in a neat perspective. And it, even like some of these, they'll be like, well, let's go back and see it from this point of view. No, they make it to where it's not boring at any point. You're not retreading plot lines from the last chapter. You know what I mean? It's more of like right. it's more of like connecting it. You know, like like uh, and so yeah, man. Uh keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, so like the relationship between characters and the twist on the relationship between characters throughout this movie uh keeps it compelling, mm-hmm. keeps it going, keeps the story going. And to be honest, by the end of the movie, you don't know who's screwing over who, when, where, and what, and what's really kind but of going Neil, on. You are a person who is notorious for being able to figure out ahead of time the any sort of twist. So were you were you fooled at this at any point? There was one thing I didn't really I didn't really catch. Okay. There's one thing I didn't catch. Yeah. And then when I caught that, it kind of gave me the domino. Effect. Okay. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, without giving a spoiler on this, because we're going to spoil the next movie, so we're not oh, spoiling yeah. this yeah, one yeah. for you guys. But um, there is something I caught, and as soon as I caught it, there was a certain line that I was just like, oh, oh. I see exactly what's going to happen. Now. So I, I didn't try. I, I, I didn't I, try to figure it out. I let it just happen to me. And I, I like this movie quite a bit. It, well, I don't the same the thing is, is I'm never really looking for it. It just, it just my my thing is 
I my brain just like works that way yeah. where like I'm always looking for what's the what's the catch. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't know why that's the way my brain works, but that it just happened with this. It was just like, man, I'm very interested in seeing where this goes. And it was everybody was playing everybody yeah. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a uh, it's a fun movie. It's a lot of fun, I think. Like honestly, like like this one we had this you know, Sebastian Stan was just a great douchebag. <laughs> um that's the thing about Sebastian Stan. Like, he can be the greatest good guy, baby face, love interest in a movie, in one movie. And then the next movie, he can be the ultimate douchebag bad guy. Like, uh, example, your, one of your favorite movies, and mine too, I mean, of last year, uh, Fresh, yeah. which is a great movie. And he's a total likable douchebag. But then... You have him as Bucky Barnes as Winter Soldier, you know, where he's like a badass and like, you know, it's like, is there but, anything he can't do? But there's something that's always, he'd be a good guy and a bad guy, but he's always handsome. He's always very handsome. He's always very good looking. So I see Sebastian, Sebastian Stan as the replacement for Paul Rudd. <laughs> like you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think, I think Sebastian has a bit more of bad side, bad boy, boy side than the Vault Red yeah. has. So maybe more of a John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, but uh, sharper. Maybe. maybe he's the action star version of John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't really. He, he tried a little bit, but it didn't work out for John Cusack being an action star. But he's, you know, always a you know whatever. Uh, um, but um, John Lithgow uh, played his part really well. Yeah, Seventy-seven, I mean, he was good. Uh, there, yeah. There's a scene that he did that I was like, "Oh my god, I love you and hate you at the same time <laughs> right now, dude. You are such a douchebag." I get that. That's the character. Yeah. Um, at least he wasn't talking to his penis. Um, right. I mean, who doesn't though? Sebastian Stan's really good at talking his puppet penis. <laughs> Oh, you didn't see that, did you? You no, didn't see the Tommy I, I, Lee, I, I, Pamela, no. the Tommy Lee, Pamela Lee sex tape. Thing. Oh, yeah, oh, there's oh, a scene in that show, in that show, where his penis, because Tommy Lee talks to his cock, and his cock, cock answers him all the time. Okay, I mean it's big enough. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the, this movie has also the, it's very stylish. It's um, it's it, it's snappy. You know, you never really bored at that point. Every actor in it's fantastic, honestly. Everyone's been great. I, I couldn't find anyone I didn't like. Uh, but at the end, I find myself, like, at the end of it, I don't know if this has much rewatchability. I mean, to be honest, it's not like Glass Onion or um, or anything like that. You know, it's not like Glass Onion or Knives Out. Um, um, is that Byford the Hobbit? Just said that we're the, his favorite channel. He never misses a video. That's awesome. Uh, I hope that's we do true. Have a, almost a, we almost have almost a hundred subscribers at this point. You know that, yeah, right? That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's nice. Thanks, Bifer. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, so anyway, yeah, um, this is just uh, this is a good one-off. You're not gonna. I mean, it wasn't that long. It wasn't like a three-hour movie. I think it was just like a two-hour, if that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about a two-hour movie. And to be honest, they keep it captivating enough. By any means, do I think this is gonna win anybody any Oscars? No, no, no. But this was one that um, 
this is one that um, Julianne Moore had a big, um, you know, she wanted to make this movie. She's yeah. the producer of this movie, Julianne Moore. Yeah. And it was on the blacklist, which I don't know if you know this, but the blacklist in Hollywood, it's been going on since like 2005. It's like all these screenplays that people read that never get made into movies. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I want this one to be made into a movie. And to be honest, I I think they kind of knocked it out of the park. By any means, I'm not saying this is the thing that's going to change the world. But, you know, in like this a year is... or two, someone's like, hey, I'm going to put on Sharper. I've never seen this before. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. I can see that movie. sort of being like a, I don't want to say cult classic because it's not really a cult movie. But I can see it getting seen over time. Cause I I, yeah. I liked it like that like that our acting was great, the cinematography was it was beautiful shots of of the city you know, um mm-hmm. and uh at no point like did I feel like the, the I did I never thought they were treating me like, treating I never felt like they had to hold my hand through it like everything was no and and everything was was revealed in the perfect way and it was um it was I I smiled quite a few times like oh that's clever it's a very clever movie yeah <laughs> it's a very clever movie and that's what I like about it. Like it, it kind of made me feel like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm down for this. It does, it does play through emotions for- a bit. It does play through emotions a bit. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was, I was all about sharper. Um, so, uh, guys, if you guys want to see this, it's in theaters, or you can, if you have an Apple Plus subscription or a TV subscription, it's right there for you, waiting for you. Um, a twenty four directed, so it's obviously, obviously, it's got uh, most mostly quality. I say everything by twenty four is a, a home run, but this one is a pretty good movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it like I said, it, it was a decent movie. I'm not saying it's like the next, you know, it, it's not Citizen Kane, you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, but I think, but I, um, I think I've said all I can really say about this. It was like again, this movie we cannot talk yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. Let me get some. Let me just get some quotes and let's move on to it. Uh, you uh, quotes from the movie Sharper. You probably have a boyfriend. No, I just like being single. Have you ever had your heart broken? Oh, is she literally your dream girl? I can't take your money. Why not? It's only $350,000. <laughs> Somebody would say that to me once, just once in my life. <laughs> um, You're shaking her down. I watch you do it to parolees all night long. What's your favorite movie? Titanic. Who says that? Really? You hate Titanic? That's one of the movies you hate that people like. You talked about when you hate Titanic. It's the worst movie ever. You cheered when Jack died, right? The boat sank. Get over it. See the guy at the bar? Get him to take you back to his room. Yeah, 45 minutes. Wait a minute. What happened? What's going on here? Are you fucking him? <laughs> Here's a public figure. Anything you... Oh, he's a public figure. Anything you want to do, just Google it. You came up to me and you offered me cocaine. Let me teach you a lesson, son. If you're going to steal, steal a lot. Why do I like you? Because I gave you what you want. I didn't get where I am making you making. I didn't get where I'm at because I made bad investments. 
Not bad for a trophy wife, huh? It's not your problem. You're not my mom. No, if I was your mom, I would tell you to grow the fuck up. I want to see him. I want to show him what he did to me. You took everything from me. I got a quick question. Where is my money? That's it. That's all of them. All right, man. Uh, my score in this is a 3.89. Like, it's not going to change the world, but it's a very good way to spend the afternoon. Holy shit. How many pages of the ant man did I write? Um, what? <laughs> Sorry, I just noticed how many pages of ant man I wrote. Uh, what was your score? Say it again, bro. 3.9. It's a, it's a good movie, but it's not going to change the world, but it's a fine way to spend the afternoon. Yeah, it was a good movie. Made me happy. Um, yeah, I'd easily give it a 3.9. Okay. I'll go with that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> I'll go with that all day. All right, we'll see you guys next week. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like the acting in it. I like Lithigo. I like... Um, I like um, everything about it. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I, I like the story. It, it was uh, compelling. It was like, hey, uh, here's the thing. And I like it. Okay. All right. Now I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What's the audience score? That's all I got. What's the audience score for uh for Sharper? If you guys don't know, I then now guess the Rotten score, uh, the Rotten Tomato score, and I'm gonna say for Sharper. Uh, by the audience is gonna be a seventy-four. Seventy-four. Uh. The- Motherfucker, that's right. Seventy-four <laughs> percent. Shut up! Really? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. All right. I'm on a. I'm, I'm on. Get, that was I'm a crazy score for. I'm for, gonna get the next movie. I'm gonna completely get wrong. Was this? Was the? Uh, uh, the uh, Sixty-four. Seventy-one. Seventy-one. Uh, Seventy-one. Seventy-one. is, although never comes close to the classic capers he seeks to emulate, Sharper is just sleek and clever enough to pass the time. Yeah, that's basically what I said about it. So, but uh, the thing's a little better than studying one personally. I think, I mean, I, I like this movie. And this, like, that's like a C over here. It's probably B, B plus for me. But yeah, I like that. I like Sharper quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, if you guys have Apple Plus, there's worse ways to spend the afternoon than watching Sharper. All right, man. Uh, you good? You ready for uh, news? All or? right. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do some news. All right. What, what, what are we talking about? What are we, what are we doing? We do news now. What the, is there news? This is the movies don't suck and some of the news. I read Chris a bunch of headlines from the wonderful thing called the internet because Chris does not have a good modem. That's right. <laughs> All right, man, let's do this. Yeah, dude, you didn't even give me a chance to like take a sip of a beer. Man. Oh, sorry. You... No, you're just like being cruel. Just wait. Uh... Damn. <laughs> let's do this alright alright first news story of the day Ryan Reynolds to star in a boy band comedy movie with frequent collab- collaborator Sean Levy now we don't have any information except for the movie's going to be a boy band re- reunion movie and uh, Ryan Reynolds boy band what more do you need I mean he's going to be like so it's going to be like new kids in the block but, but like reunion because he's 40-something, right? 
All the information we have <laughs> okay. is it's a bad, bad b- boy band reunion movie. You ask questions and you don't listen to what I say to you. Gosh dang it. All right. All let's right. move on. All right, let's move on. All right. Baldwin uh, charges got downgraded and um, will not have the five-year prison sentence on it for fatally shooting Halana Hutchins on the film set. What was it downgraded to? Uh, on Friday, the <laughs> district court attorney formally downgraded the second of two charges, which include a firearm enhancement. The charge lawyers for Baldwin and Garcia Reed uh, argued in a motion filed earlier the month was based on New Mexico law that passed following Alana Hutchinson's death on the Bonanza Creek Ranch. Okay, well, let's. I mean, I'm still waiting. For, we'll see what the trial happens. How that where it shakes out, you know. Surprised they're still moving forward with the movie, though. I gotta be honest. So it comes out, it's just me like, yeah, this movie where people died on it. Have all one fired a gun and, and killed people on it. That's that movie, you know. <laughs> hey, do you know Dave Batista? Yeah, the best actor, best certain actor, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dave Batista is now back into the spy business and making a sequel of the 2020 comedy My Spy, set at Amazon. It's called My Spy: The Eternal City. Is casting up his head towards a production start date for this month. Uh, so far, Anna Anna Ferris, uh, Craig Robinson, and Fula Borg is added to the. Uh, <clears throat> to the franchise. Billy Beret, Itaho, K. Nicole, Corey DeMann, Noah Dalton, Danby, and Dever Rogers are also joining the time this time around. Returning stars includes Batista, JJ Cole Coleman, uh, Kristen, um, Shaw. Kristen Shaw, and Ken Jong. Okay. Well, I'm really glad that Kristen Shaw's in new back. That's yeah. who I was worried about not coming back. And she's, because she's great and everything. I love Christian Shaw. Matt Damon is developing a project about the Ukraine conflict. Can't we tell it's fucking over? Like, can't you do that? Like, uh, so is it, it's a, it's a documentary. I'm going to guess or maybe like yeah. a series. Um, he said on a question about Sean Penn's Ukrainian documentary, superpower Damien announced that he is developing a project that about the Ukrainian war and appointed someone to research it. However, he did not give much detail on the project this far. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to get someone to play the president of the Ukraine, Matt Damon kind of looks like him. If you, a little bit. if he, you do Hollywood I, I look alike, uh, Damon, uh, if Damon, Matt Damon, he had to go a little dad bod for it, but you know, like I think he could do it. Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah. Him has been filming, has started filming this, week for five nights at freddy's oh yeah i, I forgot about that yeah he's a, he's a uh, he's a, is he starring in it or is he writing directing what, what, i got what his role in it was. he's the main villain yeah oh. he's the main villain he's the main villain uh william afton okay cool have you played the game yet nice huh you played the game yet? they don't have a date yet okay 
No, I, I I've downloaded it like so many different times, <laughs> and I never get to play it. I never try. Um, Takiti Wahidi's Taika Watiti. Wait, I'm just kidding. Taika. Yeah. Yeah. Taka Watiti is um, still getting the green light on his Disney uh, Star Wars film, even though they're doing a bunch of cutbacks over there in the Disneyland. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, the the, the the Disney yep. landscape, not Disneyland in California, right? Yep. <laughs> and so it doesn't give us more about what it's about, but that's it. That's all we got. All right, we'll see you but guys. He's still getting the movie. <laughs> yep. The long awaited animated gorillas movie has been canceled by Netflix. I know a few people were kind of upset about it. I know a friend was like, fuck. Yeah, the yeah. new record came out because co-creator Jamie Hewlett and I were often in Los Angeles, which will never happen. Yeah, poor Damon That's Albarn. Sad. Poor Damon Albarn and uh, them. Uh, Cracker Island was released, I think, Friday. Or it was released, was it released there in New York? It was released, I think, last Friday? I don't know. It's called Cracker Island. It's got a lot of, like, guest stars like Tim mm-hmm. Paula, mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, uh, Stevie Nicks. Big Booty Brown, that sort of thing. There, There is over, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. There is over 1,000 versions of Avatar The Weight of Water. Well, guess what? I'm not going to watch the one. <laughs> I'm not going to watch any other version they put it out. According to the report, the number includes a large number of different aspect ratios as well as rates being required to allow the movie to be played in 4K, HDR, 2D, 3D, IMAX, and more, as well as versions that record dubbing and hard-coded subtitles for international markets. Mm, okay. Well, Isn't that crazy to think of? Yeah. You're right, pal? <laughs> you got like, you got like a little, It sounds like a drunk hiccup. Drunk yeah, I had a hiccup. Oh, dude, I'll get another drink. Ah. Arachnophobia remake is super close to starting production. Is David Arquette going to be in it? Who? Well, he wasn't in Arachnophobia, was he? David Arquette? Was he? No, that's... What the, he was he, oh yeah and the and the freaks okay oh, yeah, arachnophobia remake cool <laughs> arachnophobia I believe I know it was the one and only the one of the great five Johns but uh, was it Jeff Daniels that's what I thought I thought well John Goodman's in it too yeah John Goodman's in it I just said it was one of the top five Johns do you not listen to me when I talk who's your favorite John comedian. I got mine already. John Comedian? John Mulaney? Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, I guess. Without, a, without a doubt. Yeah. All right. Uh, Carrie Washington and Delro Lindo uh-huh. uh, reunite in Hulu's Unprison. Uh, the show examines the Marco and micro impacts of incarnation. Incarnation. Um, yeah, that's what I said. Uh, I probably should have said this early in the process, but at some point I said to them, look, there's only one person I want to play my dad, and it's Washington. Explained, and that was Del Rolando. 
he he's been one of the my acting heroes for a long long time and he is he's one of the best you know i anytime i see him in a movie is always a good part he was really great in uh the five bloods let's talk about it because everybody else in the world's talking about it and i know we're seeing it next week oh yeah let's talk about it cocaine bear Cocaine Bear has debuted on Rotten Tomatoes at a hundred percent. Yeah, it is at one zero zero right now. I know, but it's it's there were six reviews on it when I checked this morning. They're all positive, but I was like, uh, I mean, but yeah, Cocaine it, Bear, Cocaine, cocaine bear. bear. It just looks like a really bear fun movie. Cocaine. Uh, just so you know, I at the time of the time this being recorded, it, the, the the it has fallen to seventy one percent. But uh, that doesn't change me from we're definitely gonna see. But no, this. it's one hundred, and I don't give a fuck what you ever okay, say. Right. Um, Disney has announced its next live action movie based off of a cartoon movie. What is it? What do you think it is? I want you to guess. Oh, man, I don't know. Princess and the Frog. No, oh, no, that's a good guess no. though. You're, I mean, that's a really good guess. What is it? Lilo and Stitch is going to be coming. It's new live action. Doing the voice of Stitch is none other than Zach Galifianakis. We'll be doing Stitch? Yep. That's pretty cool, actually. I'm interested to hear what that sounds like. It'll be uh, directed by Dean Flesher Camp. And, I mean, it's the story of Lilo and Stitch. You know, Alien falls to Earth and Lady gets her. So it's it's been years since family. I've seen it. Stitch can't really talk, right? He just speaks gibberish, right? Okay, so, so he mixes in real words with gibberish, right? Yeah, basically. Because he's the most intelligent experiment. Well, I mean, he's the second most intelligent experiment. He's 626. 627 is got all the powers of him, but all he wants to do is make a good sandwich. Okay. All right. Well, you know. You never watched the cartoon series? Oh, my God. It's been a year since Stitch. Like, I've seen it maybe once, but it's got, like, it's it's popular. One of the best actors in the last ten years came out. Mr. Rami Malek yeah. is the star in a CIA thriller from Slow Horses director James House. Uh, he it's called Amateur. It's a CIA thriller set to be directed by James Howe, best known for Slow Horses, Black Mirror, and more like that. Uh, let me see where uh, the most recent draft of Amateur follows a CIY crypto. Um, Sorry, I got a lot of indigestion from this beer. Um, what kind of beer CIA, is it? Uh, CIA, it's the one made for that place I work for. Anyway. <laughs> 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 uh, a CIA cryptographer who, after his wife is tragically killed in England, terrorist attack, demands his bosses go after them. When it becomes clear they won't act due to conflicting international priority, he blackmails the agency into training him and letting him go after them himself. Fucking love it. I'm down. I'm there all day. I'm there Let's all day. It. Let's do it, man. I'm excited. Yeah. And uh, this guy is directed Raises by Wolves, Snowpiercer, Black Mirror, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. You got me. Rami Malek, a director that does that good work, I'm I'm there all day. I'm there all day, bro. You all got right. me. 
All right, you ready for a reboot? Of course I am. Are you ready for a reboot? I'm ready, for, ready a reboot. for a reboot. I mean, like, I never am ready for a reboot, but I guess give it to me. We're getting an R, hard R, comic book reboot yeah. of... Spawn? No, we, we already know about Spawn. Spawn's being work on. We know about that one. Oh, uh, what is it? It's a reboot. So is it... Okay. This will be the... This will be the third time this character <laughs> gets movies. So were the last ones, the last one's PG-13? The last one's Hard R? I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. Is it Punisher? I, I, I will look it up. Right. I'll look that up. Man, if it was Punisher, I'd be a lot happier than what I'm saying right <laughs> now. Uh, let's see. The last film was, where was it? When did it come out? When was the last film that came out? What was the what was it? Twenty nineteen. Fuck man, I don't know. Like that's so recent though. That's like to me that's last year. You know yeah, what I mean? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh is it a, is it a uh DC or Marvel character? We reviewed movie? the last one. We reviewed the twenty nineteen <laughs> one. We must not like that. We much. reviewed it. Give me a give me a clue. Give me a hint. Uh yes, the twenty nineteen one was the 2004 one let's see if that one was rated r 2004 one was rated pg-13 and its sequels pg-13 as well so this movie has had a movie a sequel a reboot and now this is a new reboot it's it's not fantastic four right because uh that's the only one that had this no no fantastic four is coming we already know about Fantastic Four. Is this a Marvel character, or is it like a DC, or is it neither? Is it like Image Comics or something? It's uh, it's it's DC, but it's their uh, other verse, the Dark Horse Vertigo. Right. I, I can't remember which one. I don't know, man. You have to tell me because I can't. I can't. I'm not thinking about it right now. It's Hellboy. Oh, Hellboy. Man, I like the original. The Hellboys. director from Crank. Is in works with Millennium Films. Uh, the new film will see Hellboy as a rookie at the PBRD uh, agent stranded in the 1950s. Uh, they discover a small community haunted by witches led by a local devil with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past, the Crooked Man. In the comic, the Crooked Man was an 18th century miser and war profiteer named Jeremiah Wickens who has hand his crimes yet return from hell as the rid as Reen's resident devil. All right, man. Like I like, I mean, no David Harbour in this one. He's only always so young. It sounds like it's a one-off. It sounds like it's a one-off. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? do like the idea that so, I do like the idea of, know, well, of a village being controlled by witches. That sounds pretty dope, but I can't imagine. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I really like those Guillermo del Toro ones. Even if they are PG 13, I really enjoyed them. So I don't know. I just, I just, oh. I, I miss Ron Perlman as, as Hellboy personally. I know, but he's so old and he can't put that shit yeah, on. Yeah, I know bro. he's too old. I mean, let's just be honest. I love Ron Perlman too. Don't get uh, me But wrong. he apparently he would he would like go to hospitals, dress as Hellboy. That's how much he loved being Hellboy. So Nicholas Cage headlining survival action thriller called Arcadian. Um, in a post-apocalyptic and survival populated world, Paul. Uh, which is Nicolas Cage and his twin teenage sons, Joseph and Thomas 
have managed to claw out an extension uh, existence, yet they live in constant fear until confronted by intimate danger. They must execute a desert plan to survive. Cool. It's Nicolas Cage. We'll see, we'll it. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since Mandy, <laughs> you throw anything Nicolas Cage <laughs> at us, we're good. We got it, bro. We're there. Yeah. Uh, James Cameron is going to be making a film about Hiroshima before starting his Avatar 4, because, you know, Avatar 3 is already wrapped filming. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be doing Hiroshima, then going back to the Avatar to suck on that tit until it goes dry. <laughs> um, Sleeping Dogs featuring Russell Crowe, Karen Gillian. If you don't know, she's um, not Gamora. Uh, she's uh, Nebula in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Uh, starting a thriller filming in Australia. Uh, in the wake of a cutting-edge Alzheimer, Alzheimer's uh, treatment, former homicide detective Roy Freeman is tasked with re-examining a brutal murder case from his past. The grisly murder of a college professor intriguing to fight and regain his memory. Roy enlists his former partner to help him revive the investigation. Sounds great. I'm too, there. I like too. Russell Crowe. like Karen, Karen Gillian. Um, there will be a commentary uh, available, a commentary, director's commentary available on Netflix coming up of Glass Onion, A Knives Out. So uh, let me just see when the date is because that's what we care about on this podcast. Where, where's the date? doesn't even say. Next product. Da, 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 I keep returning in my mind to Glass Onion. Uh, da, 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 da. It doesn't say the date. When the hell is the date? We'll just check it out because I'll be watching that director commentary I'm all about that kind of stuff. Oh, as of today, it's actually a today oh, thing. Baller. So you know what? I might, I might do when we get yeah, off here. It's on, it's on there now. <laughs> uh, everything, everywhere at once. Props are going up for charity auction, including the hot dog fingers and butt plug trophies. See, I wanted to go look at those, but I'm like, I'm not going to be. I'm just be upset. I can't buy them. That's what I'm I want them. The, the website, let's see, this was as of today. So the website starts on March 2nd at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Well, that's um, it's, at eight, it's at A24 Auctions website. I don't know. It doesn't say what it is, but it's A24's auction website. You need to go to that website <laughs> and get you some stuff, bro. Because you love A24. I'm surprised you don't have A24 tattooed on your bald ass head. Uh, like literally, <laughs> like right here, A twenty four. I I gotta say, man, the, I'm pretty confident that I mean, I'd be it'd be a travesty if that doesn't win Best Picture. I'd be like, what the fuck? Or what kind of world do we live in? You know? Yep. And so this just runs right into the next thing we're about to talk about. Uh, the Marvels have been delayed. Uh, it is now moving from July twenty eighth to November tenth. Um, and the Haunted Mansion reboot has moved from their slot to the July 28th slot to take over for the Marvels. So Haunted Mansion has come closer. The Marvels has moved farther. It's because they're refiguring things at Marvel, and they're making less, but they want to make it better. That's good, right? That's, that's, that's how it goes. And last but not least, MCU has now added two more movies to its schedule slots, but we all knew they were coming. So here they are being announced. They don't have it on a time slot yet. They don't know exactly when it's coming out, but it's now on the slate. And that is both Eternals, the sequel, Eternals number two, right. and Shang-Z, 
number oh, two as well. That's not happening. Yeah, they got those. Two. Which we're gonna talk about Shang Chi in a little bit, oh. especially in the spoiler part, because you have no idea <laughs> how much this is all. It's all right here, bro. It's all okay. connected. All right. It's all connected. That is the news. Let's get into it, because you are about to get your fucking brain blown by everything I got to say to you. That was the movies that don't suck in something news. I told Chris a bunch of stuff. That's okay, because now we're going to talk about the good stuff. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, directed by Peyton Reed. Oh, yeah. Peyton Reed has directed such things as Ant-Man, the original Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, He's not not too new to these, uh, these Marvel movies, but he's... Gross Point Blank was he did the TV series of that, but he did the, the uh, episode of the Mandalorian, two episodes of that. He did Ant Man, Ant Man, the Wasp, and now Ant Man Quantumania. Written by Jeff Loveness and Jack Kirby, the late great Jack Kirby. This stars the always beautiful, always sexy Paul Rudd. Sweetheart, listen to me. Listen to me. You are tripping your balls off. So that's he plays Scott Lang. We got uh we got Evangeline Lilly, which we don't have. Uh, plays Hope to Van Dyne. Michael Douglas plays Dr. Hank Pym. Michelle Pfeiffer plays Janet Van Dyne. Learning. Yeah. Knowing how to read something and understand it is uh, we also have Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang. Can I borrow the car? No. Bitch! And um Jonathan Major plays Kane the Conqueror. Eons ago. Before the TVA, a variant of myself lived on Earth in the 31st century. Also stars Bill Murray as Lord Krylar, Katie M. O'Brien as Gentora. We got William Jackson Harper as Quaz, and uh, David David Dash Malkin as Veb. I can't say that name. Randall Park shows up for a little bit as Jimmy Woo, just for a second. And why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. When Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hope's parents Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne and Scott's daughter Casey are accidentally sent to the quantum realm, they soon find themselves exploring the realm, interacting with strange new creatures. So this movie, to me, seems like a stepping stone to King than an actual anime movie. The animated movie. What animated movie? No, I said Ant Man movie. Like, like so. This is Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. But I, I, I think it doesn't excel that part. But it, it does a great job of making Kang like the city of Kang. You know, like I, I did I, the movie itself was fine. I was entertained. But this is a, this is a, a shadow. Of what we're gonna see when it comes to Kang, the character, the, the villain. You know, I, I, I missed a few things that I wanted. This is a sequel. One of the things that it's definitely missing for me. Is Michael Pena's character? I wanted, I wanted to see him go through a big giant line of like three paragraphs, just going fast, fast. That was not there. Yeah. So you're missing, you're missing the 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 convicts from the first two movies. I'm missing the comedy too. This isn't as funny or as charming or as even quite as uh, as fun as uh, as I thought as the other movies. Now that being said, it's very creative. The quantum world they go in, but uh, it's. It's definitely lower tier Marvel. It's not awful, but I even tell you, I was entertained the whole time. And Kang is definitely a cool villain, 
But other than that, I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled with it. I was I I, I was I was very bored. But I'll say that it's also uh, only two hours long, which is great because I, I you know I'm I'm tired of three hour movies. You know, like for example, Black Black Panther two was three and a half hours long. This one's not that. This is two hours long, uh, two hours long. Uh, I I liked it. It was fine. I was entertained, but but to me it felt like okay, this is a movie setting up Kang, and that's that's what it was to me. Uh, you can disagree with me all you want. This is to me is lower tier Marvel. It's not awful. It's not Fantastic Four, but it's it's fine. It's that's what I thought. It was fine. Lower tier Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm saying that I'm saying though the Kang is a great villain. I can't wait to see more of Kang. But to me, this was this is not like this is we we have it's like right here's the middle. It's Marvel. Let's say Endgame is here, right? And let's say that. Okay, what what do you what's your least favorite Marvel movie? Yeah, what? What's your least favorite Marvel movie? Thor: Dark World. Okay. So this is, here's the Endgame. Here's Thor: Dark Horse, and right here is Ant Man: Quantum Mania. Oh, so it's a mid tier, yeah. not a low tier. Okay, sorry, mid tier, mid tier. All right, I was gonna say, how is this a low tier, bro? Okay. What the hell's wrong with you? Sorry. Don't you watch anything or read anything or like history? I thought you liked books about fantasy and things that deep dive into things. That right, you but to me, but to me, this felt like more like an instruction to King than an Ant Man movie. It, it wasn't the instruction to King was in Loki. I said movie. Okay. This oh, movie. By the, by the way, you, when it comes to this, this movie didn't even give you that much of King. It didn't even give you that much. I know. I know. You know why? Because Meg King is a, a a crazy villain character. He's he's uh, gonna be the King Dynasty. He's a he's a villain. But this was the introduction. We originally don't in want. the comics, King is a character that comes back a lot, and basically, King can be anybody, can be anything, can be anywhere at any time, all the time, anytime. He can be everywhere, every he can be everyone, everywhere at all the same time. Okay, but but the, the, the what I'm talking King about is the reason the word multiverse exists. Right, and, but listen, I'm not saying that that that's not valid. It's just that it's just that this one this is for people who don't who aren't super fans of Marvel that didn't watch Loki, didn't watch WandaVision. People who are just seeing the movies. This is their first introduction to Kang. Yeah, it's, and it's very Wizard of the Oz. I, I, so I, you hate Wizard of the Oz, so it's fine. I don't hate so Wizard I understand of Oz. That you would hate it. Yeah, you do. You tell me all the time you hated that. No, movie. no, Neil. You just understand that that uh, just because I don't weight this as high as you do or going to rate it doesn't mean I dislike the movie. No, no, I get it. You you don't like Wizard of the Oz, so I'm, you I'm fine with Wizard of Oz because it's it's four people put into a weird situation where they have to go against an evil wizard trying to get back home. Okay, so. The, who's the witch in this situation? The same person. <laughs> okay, so, so it's a little bit different. Who's missing the heart? It's a little in this bit one? different, but that's exactly who, who's what it missing is. their heart. Who's uh, needs the courage? Because Cassie needs the courage in this, right? Cassie gets the courage. Uh, Janet obviously didn't have a heart because she didn't tell people shit. What the fuck, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, we'll get into, we'll get into that. Scott but, doesn't have a brain, uh, so I guess. It's it's a fun movie. Okay, Dorothy? it's a fun movie. But to me, uh, when it comes to the first Ant Man, not near as good as the as the first one. Second one, was, uh, but the the first Ant Man is really fun. This one isn't quite as fun, but it is ex- exposing. See, 
this is the problem now. This is the problem with comic book movies, all right? Because now they're making comic book movies for people that actually read comics <laughs> and not people that are bullshit people that only watch the movies. This is stuff that is for people that actually like things that have lore, history, background, that actually like to dig deeper into their media and not just go flash watch something. So I get that. So Neil is attacking me right now, just so you know. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm attacking all people that have been negative <laughs> reviewing this. Like literally – for people that don't like lore, you're not going to like this. Just like people who didn't like Lord of the Rings because it's too much lore, I get you. You you just can't handle reading something for more than five seconds. No, no, no. no, no right there you said for more than five seconds. But uh, the Marvel has probably 40 characters you're supposed to follow now. And that's a lot of stuff to do. And the, not everyone has the... Has the has this room in their heart for that many characters. Uh, like, and that's fine, man. Like, like you can, you can say that if you're going to see this movie, that's fine, but you can't say that this movie isn't for everyone. No, I'm just saying that this movie, um, what if you go in there and you're not deep diving into it, you're going to have a good time. The characters, you find a relationship between a father and a daughter that builds. You find the relationship between a mother and a daughter that builds. You find a heroic spot where a guy who's never been the savior of any one of those movies becomes the savior of this movie um, of Ant-Man 1 or 2. Um, then you have, you know, like there's so many parts in this movie that actually, and the villain himself is actually just trying to save reality. He's Thanos. He has a point. Is what you're saying? Yeah, and that's the thing about Marvel, because um, uh, all good villains have a all good villains have a side to where I kind of get where they're coming from. I get where they're coming from, and Kang being one of the best villains ever in cinematic history literally has the best point of all. Like, he is just like, hey, you guys fucked this up. I need to correct it because you fucked it up. All right, man. Uh, do you want... So I don't want to give too much of Juan Mania away uh, because Neil has a lot to say about it. We're an hour and 10 minutes in, and Neil's going to be talking a lot about Easter eggs, and we want to talk about the plot itself. Um since since Marvel movies are all about exposition and no one wants to give anything away, me and Neil aren't those people anymore. First thirty episodes, we're like, let's just talk about it. But no, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give my score. Neil's gonna give his score. He's gonna throw it and we'll have a score, and then we'll see. We see it next week, and then Neil's gonna hit the spoiler timer. We give you time to get off your bike or pull out your earbuds or just click out the video. And then we're going to talk all spoilers about this movie. Uh, Neil, why don't you go ahead and get some quotes and we'll, and then we'll uh, get to. Damn, where did I start? Um, I got to see where I started. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Spider-Man. It's a pretty cool world. Glad I saved it. A guy dressed like a B tried to kill me when I was six. I will never have a normal life. Uh, I wouldn't fight Captain America. I'm not insane. 
<laughs> I I didn't have any light at all. So like I'm trying to read oh, yeah, something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like I was with my wife and you know, there's a pretty crowded theater. We love camping. We've never been camping. Yeah, but we always talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a secret universe beneath ours. Drink the ooze. Drink the ooze. Drink the ooze. Holy shit, that guy looks like broccoli. Is that building alive? Yeah. Are yours dead? You left all of us with him. Um, man, I'm sorry. The, the, my handwriting is really sloppy, so you're going to have to edit some of this. Yeah, it's no problem. I can do that. I created so much here. You can't imagine. And it was all for him. When I felt it, I saw into his mind and what he has done. Universes gone like they never even existed. You're out of your league there, Ant-Man. Wait a minute. Have I killed you before? Are you the one with the hammer? Well, hell, if I... Well, hell, if it ain't my old mentor... I've lost you. I've lost, and you have no idea. I've lost, and you have no idea what I've lost. History is not written. It is forgotten. Your dad's not here, but that's not a big surprise. I have holes! Do you have holes? I have five. Nice. It's never too late not to be a dick. You know, Scott, you're always a brother to me. That's the first cake I've made since 1997. And that's all I got. They, some of them are so messy. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. even read what words I wrote, bro. All right, I'm what's not the score in this? Man, the first movie of Phase 5, I'm literally, because this is the first movie of Phase 5. So all those other movies don't exist. This is the beginning of the next phase. Um, I I have to give it a 4.2, man, just because Are you shitting me, Billy? Yeah, dude, I love what they did with a character that I just not ever think would be on the big screen. Okay, fine. fine. And I mean, not just one, there's two characters they put in this fucking movie that I did not think would ever be in a Marvel movie. Me and my, me and my wife laughed. We cried. We had a good time. What did you like, cry at? We, uh, when somebody died. Like, literally. Like, it was okay, a sad okay. moment. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, your 4.2, mine's a 3.5. Nice. I'm saying, like, if I'm looking at this as a standalone movie, Separate from all the war, separate from anything that's coming next, it's a three point five. But if we're if we're get, if this is setting up Kang, which it's going to, Kang is the best part of this movie in my opinion, the best part. Uh, I'm gonna give it like a three point seven. But to me, it wasn't. It was it was mid tier Marvel. It's not the no. 
Uh, so if Harry Potter, oh my God. Deathly Hallows Part One, Part One, Deathly Hallows Part One, mm-hmm. that's a standalone movie. Not with this is any not a se- other... this is not like a sequel to. I mean, the same King. This it is... is a sequel. What the fuck are you talking okay, okay, about? So... Ant Man Three. Okay, no, but I uh, know, but this is this is a whole different story. But the same King. To me, this movie is a Seb King. It was. It was that thirty other movies, five uh, TV shows set up. Yeah, but I, you're not changing my score. I, like this movie was was okay. It was fine, but my score. Is I get three. it. I get it. Like like when you watch um Return Return of the King and you don't watch any of the other Lord of the Rings, or when you watch Star Wars Return of the Jedi and not anything else, or 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 Attack of the Clones, but not anything else. Yeah, what's the audience score for this movie on RedTomatoes.com? It has to be 75 at least. 84%. They like yeah, it. I knew it'd be higher. Now, what's Damn. the critics score for this? The critics is probably like 20%. They hate comic book movies. It's a 49%. It's not 20%. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they hate Here's comic their book consensus. Movies. Oh, their consensus. <clears throat> I bet they all read comics. Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania mostly likes the spark of fun that elevated early adventures, but Jonathan Majors King is a thrilling villain Poised to alter the course of the MCU. The, yeah. They kind of nailed it for me. Honestly, but yeah. uh, I, I didn't give it as low as this did, but like I said, Kang is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, but Kang I didn't think it was amazing. I didn't feel as fun as the other other uh anime movies, personally. So Yeah, I mean whatever. Alright, uh I think we're ready to spoil this thing, so why don't you uh set that up the spoiler part? What? Set up the spoiler part where you spoil it. <laughs> Alright. Everybody, we are now going to the spoiler alert time of this film. That's right. We're going to be spoiling, 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 spoiling. We're going to put it everywhere so you realize we are spoiling the hell out of this movie. I put, you I, have I, a total. I'll put a little bit of song. I'll put a little bit of outro so people can get out of here if they need to. Yeah. Oh, the next movies we're going to be doing is Cocaine Bear and whatever we find online. Yep. <laughs> all right. So what was I doing? We're we're talking about spoilers. This movie. So would you cry? Did you cry? Did you cry? Let's start at the beginning. Fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yes, I cried when Modoc cried. Really? Died. <laughs> really? Because Modoc <laughs> is one of my favorite characters ever. Okay. If you don't know, he has a TV show on Hulu uh, where it's played by Patton Oswalt. Um, great comedy show. It's like um, it's like uh, Robot Chicken would be my best way to compare to that, but like um, stuff. Now, you can obviously tell that Rick and Morty Mm-hmm. Uh, stole a lot of shit from the Ant-Man or the Kong, Kang Dynasty. Didn't they have uh, a writer from Rick and Morty in this? Do you help with this one? Yes, yeah. he actually did write. And one of the things he did was a thing called the Council of Ricks. And the movie and the TV show uh, Rick and Morty, which was 100% stolen from the Council of Kings. This came out in 1977, by the way, people. Okay. 1977 was when that came out. So just to tell you that most of the stuff from Rick and Morty got stolen straight from King. Now, questions away. Let me hear your questions before I give you information. So, 
did Kang originally show up in Hitman comics or is he something separate? Kane's first appearance uh, was, where is he at? Boom. Kane's first appearance was in uh, of Fantastic Four number 19 in, uh, in October of 1963 as Rama Tut. He was Pharaoh Ramatut. He was a time traveler. Now, here's the thing about him. He is the far descendant, because he's from the 31st century, of Reed Richards, the leader of the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. And one of their first, literally, Fantastic Four number 19, the 19th episode ever, comic book ever, of fucking Fantastic Four was against this guy, Ramatut. Then he came back years later as this as King the Conqueror against Avengers in uh what is that? Number uh number eight. Number eight of the Avengers. So okay. one of the first villains as King the Conqueror. So what happened was uh Ramatut, he he became, he found a time traveling device done by Doctor Doom. And he took it from the third, he made it better and took the armor that he made that that's all just armor. He's just a normal human guy. He's just normal. He has no powers except for being super smart. Like that's it. Like he's wearing a suit just can do shit. And he went all the way back to Pharaoh time. Cause he's like, I'm going to conquer the fucking goddamn planet. And what he took was a spaceship, which was shaped like the Sphinx. And that's how the Sphinx ended up in Egypt. That's how that happened. And that's how the world's never been able to explain how that popped up in Egypt. That That's what Marvel's answer, you know, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's answer was for that. Okay, so where does this king come in? Like, this king is obviously from a different phase of uh, the comic book. So, like, where does this king come in? Number six, uh, 1964. Okay, so, okay. And okay. his name is Nathaniel Richards, you know, Reed Richards' son, uh, descended or whatever. And this king pops up everywhere. I mean, there's, there's a king, there's a king, there's a king, here's another king. Uh, this is um, the Scarlet Centurion. That was a king. At the end, the post credit scene, here he is, Victor Timely. That's King. Um, like he has been popping up for literally decades, and they don't know if it's him or not until like uh, this is the ultimate Kane. This is um, what's his name? Uh, Amortius. This is Amortius, and Amortius is the know all of all the kings. He's the leader of the bunch. In fact, you see him. In that final scene, when they're at the Council of Kings, the three that you yeah. see, yeah. the three that you see, and that's why I downloaded all their pictures, the, the three that you see is you see the Tut in the corner. Mm -hmm. Then you see uh, Centurio. Uh, that's Centurio with the holding the hourglass. And then you see um, Immortius all right there figuring out what to do next. Uh, uh, the quantum media is that based on any of the comic books that like is that storyline okay. based yes so quantum mania 
is basically what they did is that there's a and you can find these comic books uh anywhere there's a group called the micronauts and what it is called the micro universe and reed richards was the one that discovered it and he's the one that discovered all that stuff but since reed richards doesn't exist yet in mcu they had to go a different way just like time travel just like you know um uh, what was other ways that they had to go because uh, they didn't own the rights to stuff yet? Uh, they couldn't say mutant, you know, forever because uh, Fox still owned it. But yeah, it's originally called the Microverse, and so, but that's what the Quantum Mania has become. Okay, so is it is the storyline directly from that, or is it just changed up for the movie? It's changed up. It's it's a it's a it's a completion of the dang of the of the King Dynasty, uh, which is a comic book. Um, there is also Secret Wars, which uh, is from 2015. That's going to be the next. That's the you know King Dynasty to the Secret Wars. King Dynasty. Okay, in the comic books. In the comic books, I'm not saying this is what's happening in the fucking movies, but in the comic books. The King Dynasty basically turns on itself, just like it said in the Loki show, where timelines are now combining each other. Insurgents, which you heard from the multiple, the uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, insurgents are timelines fighting each other, trying to get rid of each other, trying to get rid of each other, trying to get rid of each other. And they fight where either both of them are gone or just one of them survives. So Kane start following on into each other, and Kane the Conqueror finally goes, "Hey, dude, I don't know what the hell to do," uh, and grabs the heroes from Earth six one six to come fix it. Okay, um, what in in your eyes? Well, this is a prediction from Neil. Who are the Avengers going to be in the uh, in um, King Dynasty? I have no idea, dude. I've been think I've been contemplating this for like the last forty eight hours, dude. Like I know we got we got Captain America, yeah. Uh, you know, Falcon, Captain America. We have the Hulk. Uh, we have uh, what? Uh, we have Hawkeye. We have Ant-Man. um, Scarlet Witch is still mm-hmm. around. She's now good again. Uh, <laughs> Ant Man, Doctor Strange is around. Spider Man still around. They, I mean, they still remember Spider-Man's The Avenger. They just don't remember he's Peter Parker. Yeah. You know, like, you yeah. know, like, and, but we also have the Thunderbolts coming in, too. What, the Eternals? And you got the, the Eternals. The, yeah. And Shang-Chi, who yeah. Shang-Chi was an Avenger at one point. So, you're, you're, I'm, um, you're kind of curious about who the, who the next group of Avengers are going to be. Thor, yeah, right? Yeah, no. Thor can be back in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a wonder. Um, so uh, I, I do need you to explain something. So uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was she in Ant Man Two? She was in Ant Man Two, right? Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. So she was gone for three years in the multi in the quantum realm. Yes. Did she did she age? I, I I totally forgot about this. She aged while she was there, right? Thirty years. Yes. Now, real quick. So I thought time were different in the quantum realm. You know, because, because, uh, you know, uh, fucking, he, what, it was, um, it was in there for like, uh, like a couple, like for five years, but it felt like a couple minutes for him, right? Yeah. It just matters what part of level of the quantum realm you're on. 
Um, that's what they they didn't describe the best. But it, they like in the quantum realm where where they met Janet to grab her, get her the hell out of there. That was like that'd be like you being on the edge of the Milky Way galaxy, like right outside the Milky Way, saying, "Hey, man, I'm over here." Come pick me up so people on Earth don't know I was ever here. You know, that's that's how far away that is. Okay. Um, the ants. Were they a part the of ants. The, the giant ants? That, 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 that basically... No, that's that That was all MCU doing MCU. Uh, just doing whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. Man, uh, was the goo, was the goo monster a part of, part of it? That seems like... A, oh, the one that wanted the holes? Yeah. This is a very yeah. Rick and, no, I've never seen that before. Yeah, this is like I, a very looked, Rick and Morty thing. So you know how many things I looked up trying to find out who the hell that is? <laughs> I have no idea. I had fun with it though. Was Quaz was Quaz was part of it? Right? Quaz was a yeah. yeah. Marvel and so character. Was Sunhead too. Okay. Oh the oh poor Sunhead. I know, right? I was I was very upset about that. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, let's go over some things I did write down so people have some information. Okay. Um, if you notice, everything is circles with the technology, which then leads back to the ten rings of San Chi, yeah, yeah. the 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 bangles that Miss Marvel has in the Miss Marvel universe. Um, also, um, all technology of the internals that the internals have is all with circles as well. So that is going to go back to that that Kang is probably the guy who created all of this technology. That that's been seen in part of Phase Four into the Phase Five. So no more Stark Industries. <laughs> no, Stark's dead, dude. He died. Um, let's see. Um, oh, uh, of course, uh, the book "Looking Out for the Little Guy." We first got wind of that in Wakanda Forever. It was on the news. Um. Jimmy Woo eating lunch with him because they, you know, had that weird thing in Ant-Man yeah. and Wasp. Yeah, like, yeah. you want to get dinner? He's like, <laughs> you know, I got something to do. I got yeah. nothing to do. Um, Casey, uh, who's Ant-Man's daughter, is a superhero in the mo- in the comic books. Her name's Stinger, which her suit matches the Stinger costume. Um, let's see. The audio book was telling the story of Smart Hulk, turning him into a baby. Um, the pizza... Being made big was a nod to Back to the Future mm-hmm. because if you remember, Ant-Man in Endgame was the one that says, so Back to the Future is all big lie. Well, shit, you know? <laughs> like, so they're giving another nod. Now, Modoc, a.k.a. Darren, um, he was the villain that got shrunk into the quantum verse, uh, weird-like, which only his head was big and right. his body parts right. were wrong. Um, well, Modoc in the comics um, is not that. Modoc was a scientist named George Tartalini who worked for AIM, which is Advanced Idea Mechanics. Um, that's like the evil version of Hydra or or Shield or whatever. Okay, can I can I interject with a question? Mm-hmm. Are you, is there more things about Lord Krylar? About who? Lord Cryolar, Bill Murray's character. Oh, Cart Lord Cryolar. Yes, yeah, I do yeah. have a whole okay. segment on him. Yeah, cool, cool. Actually, uh, it's the next one underneath. Awesome, Modoc, great, so. great, great. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
Uh, he was tortured. Uh, Modoc was tortured by AIM, which then made him like that with the big head, small body. And originally, Modoc was mechanized organism designed only for computing. And then Modoc overthrew AIM, became their leader, and that's when he became the mechanism organism designed only for killing. So that I think that's cool. Um, a quant like I said, I got it right here. A quantum realm is designed after the microverse in the comics. Um, yeah, uh, writer Jeff Lovinus uh, from Rick and Morty is one of the writers. Um, ooze the ooze thing is based off of the babble fish from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Do you remember that? Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go, Carla. Kylar, Lord Kylar, a.k.a. Bill Murray, was a character that lives in the microverse. Now, the Micronauts and stuff like that. First appearance was Hulk issue 156 in 1972. Now, just like Kylar in this movie, you get introduced to him and you're like, oh, this is going to be an important character. They're like, they leave all like four or five pages of fucking dialogue with this guy. And you're like, this guy's going to be really important. And then the next page, what do they do? They kill him. <laughs> they kill him. Just like they did in this movie. Um, um, and, uh, that's a, in the microverse, uh, he had been conquered by an evil dictator. Kylar is the servant of that evil dictator, and he dies just like he does in the movie by the thing, a, an alien thing that he was eating or whatever. Um, also, um, the dictator uh, was taken down by a rebellion, just like in this movie, in that Hulk movie of the microverse, or uh, the Hulk comic of the multiverse, and the women's, the woman's name that led that rebellion in the Hulk comic was Jarillo. Similar to the lady's name in this, which was Jantaro. You know, like, yeah, so yeah. obviously they're stealing from that. Uh, ship controlled by arms seems to be like how all the ships drive in space. <laughs> like Thanos is on, was the same way. Remember Peter Parker yeah. and Iron Man, you know, you got to act like you're a big guy. <laughs> um, oh, uh, the line, you are playing with time like children. Uh, which leads to the interdimensional war uh, was actually a line they took out of the council of Rick's. Yeah. Yeah. From Rick and Morty. I thought that was really cool. Um, oh, the power of the rings in change C went from orange to blue. When a player put them on just like the blue energy blast. Oh, okay. A king. Right. Right. Um, do, 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 do. The perfect circle timeline is exactly aligned directly out of the 2015 uh, Secret Wars comic books. Um, at one point in the, the the movie, they they talk about uh, Shangdringa's cat. Do you know? Do you know that theory? Shangdringa's cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Shangdringa's cat is. What's that theory for all the listeners? Man, it's kind of hard to explain because I I just know that. I wrote it perfectly. So okay, here. yeah, there you go. It, it, it is, it's a mathematical thought experiment. If a cat is fed poison and then sealed in a box and you can never see it again, that cat has an equal probability of being alive or dead in the sense that the cat is alive and dead at the same time. Yep, yep. Yeah, good. I love that theory. It was a theory I loved many, many years. Um, this Dynasty of King, 
is the next thing. Kane crushes a, the Ant-Man mask with his boot, a.k.a. just like Nick Fury, Ant meets boot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Originally, Scott and Hope are going to be stuck in the quantum realm, but they rewrote the script to bring them out of the quantum realm. Now, that's all the, the little... I, I've jumped over some stuff because I, I see that we're getting a little long. Okay, can you, can, you, you, can you explain to me King's scar on his face? Oh, shit. I actually had that, and I passed it here. Um, Was it from his cat? <laughs> no, it's not from his cat. I think it's in the here. Give me a second. I'm just trying to read. I got so many paragraphs. Okay. Uh, the scars were originally war paint that was worn since he met, uh, when he met the prehistoric. Ver oh, I didn't even talk about this girl and we need to, because I'm sure she's coming back. Okay. All right. Her name is Rhonda Renslayer. That's the girl that, was, that, that was the girl that was that if they didn't have her, they would have gotten Gina Rodriguez to do. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, Rhonda Rensselaer uh, was in Loki. She was the one at the end that, like, she was leading uh -huh. the to TVA. Yeah. Well, Rensselaer is uh, King's love across all the universe. He actually, in the comic books, took her essence and threw it across the entire timeline so he can run into her and save her in different timelines. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. The first time they meet was she was a prehistoric person and she wore war paint and she put the war paint on his eyes that made the two lines. And that's what those scars represent is that war paint okay. that he put on his eyes. Good question. Why was he trying yeah. to take Janet with him at the end? The king was trying to take Janet to the, to back to the time machine. Why didn't he kill Janet? Why do you, why do you keep her around? Probably because she was smarter than everybody. Okay. Like, she, she did help him rebuild his machine or try to re. Uh, I mean, she did help him rebuild that machine and then take it away from him. Why didn't he kill? I mean, he had so many times, choice, chance to kill Scott and Cassie. And why didn't he do that? Because it's comic books, dude. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> why, does the, why does the bad guy always explain their big fucking luscious plan <laughs> and then fuck up and let the hero go? Yeah, yeah. You know? All right, so post-credits. Let's talk about this, yeah. and then we're out of here. Okay. And then you can go um, not be annoyed by me and my knowledge. Uh, but anyway, first thing you see are blue squares everybody keeps popping out of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just like Reed Richards in Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, right? Right, right. right. Those are the time. That is the time jump. And how to get from one place across universes that was designed by Doctor Doom in the comic books. When's Doctor Doom going to show up? By the way, uh, it has to be Fantastic Four. He okay. has to, <laughs> because to be honest, like um, King the Conqueror and Doctor Doom love each other and hate each other at the same time. Oh, like they they they've been like, hey, we're gonna partner together, and then one of them screws the other one over. Okay, you know, so I guess. Now, the, the Council of Kings is obviously now sitting in the Citadel, which was at the end of Loki, yeah. which was the end of time. Yeah. So nobody can detect where they're at. Um, the Council of Kings came from the Avengers comic book two, 292. 
um, which they said it was in limbo in the comics, but you know. Um, Pharaoh Ramatut was teased in um, the Moon Knight show. That was the one standing on the left. The cyborg-looking one is the Scarlet Satyrian, who becomes uh, who King becomes after the final uh, Fantastic Four kicks him out of ancient Egypt, and also his son became him at one point. And Immortus was the older version of King, who's manipulating the entire council. Um, It will. Uh, all this will continue in the, the, the season two of Loki. That's what that la- that scene was. Just like when we saw the scene of um, Civil War at the end of Winter Soldier, right? Um, King, the King variant, Victor Timely in the comics, went back to hide from the Avengers to become an inventor and scientist. He forms a new Chronopolis, which is a floating city called King City inside the city of Timely, Wisconsin, in the early 1900s. He found a robotic corporation that forms the entire century he posed and he possessed, and, and he posed as his own son and grandson, saying that the father died when the other one was born. Okay. This gives the notion that because Morpheus, a.k.a. Owen Wilson, lost his memory in Loki season one, that in season two he'll be trying to convince Morpheus that King is the real threat. Are you saying Morbius or Morpheus? Morpheus. Morpheus. Okay. M-O-R-B-I-U-S. That's Morbius with a B. Yeah. <laughs> it's Morbid Time, that guy. You're talking yeah, about it's, it's, it's Owen Wilson. It's Owen Wilson's <laughs> character in, in uh, Loki. Okay. Now, this is the thing that everybody needs to realize, and this is it. They can do anything with King. Because King is everywhere, all at once, everywhere, all the time. And on top of that, bottom bottom line is this. In the comic books, literally, he was getting defeated by the Avengers, you know, Captain America, you know, Iron Man, Thor, all that and stuff like that. And they're like, we don't understand why you keep popping up. Because guess what, dude? We're just going to kick your ass every time you show up. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but soon you're going to be dead. And I control all of time. Right. And then when you're dead, all I'm doing is making it easier for me to conquer the world after you guys are all dead. So how do you defeat something like that? You don't. He's never ending. That's what I'm saying. So, so he's a bigger threat than anybody that's been in the Marvel universe so far. So period. But they're gonna have to figure out a way to defeat him. That's the way the movies work. They're not gonna have Kang survive. I mean, like, where do you go after Kang? You know, where do you go? Jesus Christ, obviously. <laughs> Avengers. All right, on that note, we're out. <laughs> that's the end of the spoiler alerts. I gave you. I, there's much more I have, but I'm not gonna get you guys all in that. I I I love this character. It's a good character. Uh, thank you guys for all sticking around for the spoiler alert. Yeah, part. So uh, again, like we said, we'll be watching Cocaine Bear next week. We'll be talking about that, and uh, we'll find another streaming uh, pick for us on that one. You can find us online movies.net. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/newsonspodcast or wtmnet.com. Go there, search our name. Also, download a bunch of other cool shit they got going on there. They do a game podcast. They do. Uh, 
music podcasts and of course they do movie podcasts uh, and other kinds of stuff, all kinds of articles and stuff too. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, we're on Twitter, MTS Pod. We're in the Instagram at, at MTS Pod. Where uh, if you guys want to send us an old fashioned email, it's info stuff.net or podcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to give us some money, look at the top left hand side of the screen and you can give us human money uh, to help keep our values full. Uh, Patreon.com slash news don't suck. Go to bonfire.com and search news don't suck. Something you guys on merch. If you guys watch this on YouTube, go and subscribe. If you watch this on Facebook, go like that page and subscribe to us everywhere you're listening to us. And where you find podcasts, find movies that don't suck and some that do. Yeah, what's up? What do you do for small businesses? Oh, we do something for businesses. Yeah. If you got a small business or you got a friend that has a small business or you got hundreds of friends that have small businesses, send me that information. I want to promote them right here on this podcast for our thousands and thousands of listeners, our millions of <gasps> followers. Oh, my God. Wow, that was bad. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what yeah, that yeah. happened. Gasping Ooh, that was for a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, gasping for her. I died there. Woo. But anyway... Send us your information. We'll be more than happy to help them out because that's just the way it is. It is. That's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, no matter how sharp that your brain gets while you're out there in the world, remember, you mean nothing because King is the Conqueror. Have a good night. Have a good night.